If you've been in your leadership role for a while and you're thinking something needs to change, you're in the right place today. And the good news is that that something could be you. So stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode. As you may know, I've been deepening my expertise in reinvention as it applies to organizations and individuals. And I've been learning from reinvention expert Nadia Jackson-Bayeva, who I interviewed in a previous episode called How to Thrive in Chaos, that you really need to listen to if you haven't already. We talked a lot about the case for reinvention when it comes to organizations. A lot of that has to do with the lifespan of typical organizations that's becoming much shorter. The speed of change is becoming much faster. So any smart organization needs to consider how to reinvent themselves or some parts of their organization to get ahead, or even just to keep up and not be left behind. So reinvention is a concept that we're seeing more frequently now everywhere. A recent PwC study revealed CEOs want to spend even more time in the area of reinvention, you know, thinking about how to reinvent their business even more than they do now, which is already nearly half of their time. There was also a a recent Harvard Business Review article that came out about a year ago uh, in January, February 2022 about reinventing your leadership team. In that article, it stated six paradoxical expectations of a leader. So I thought I would recap those really quickly. Uh, One is the expectation that you be a strategic executor. And that has to do with having bold, ambitious ideas, as well as the practical capabilities that you need to realize whatever the vision is. The next uh, paradoxical expectation is called the tech-savvy humanist, and that's the expectation where you, you need to be driving technology enhancements for the future, but also remembering that organizations are really comprised of people. They're run by people, for people. Uh, the next one is called the high-integrity politician, and there, you know, there's the expectation that you're navigating organizational dynamics to make things happen while remaining highly principled. The next expectation is called the humble hero. And that's where you've got to have confidence to act decisively in the midst of uncertainty, while also having the humility to admit your mistakes. The next one is globally minded localist. So there, there's the expectation that you navigate, you know, the the big world that's increasingly both global and localized and looking for the places where scale truly matters. And then finally, the last one is the traditioned innovator. And here is when you use the past to help direct the organization's success while also creating a forward-focused culture that allows for innovation, failure, learning, and growth. So just, you know, those are just six uh, expectations that were outlined in that article. So it just seems like your role is, is becoming increasingly complicated, and it's hard to meet all of those expectations. So I hope that you see why thinking about your role now is so critical with this kind of information out there. And I'd be curious to know, you know, how you feel about that, and specifically how you feel about the prospect of reinventing yourself as a leader. 
Are you nervous, <laughs> terrified, excited, hopeful? And, you know, my previous episode, I talked about creating positive expectations. So it's important to, to do that in this context as well, to have positive expectation that you can successfully reinvent yourself as a leader. Maybe you've been thinking about it for a while, but you don't really know how to make it happen or where to start. Or maybe you're just now realizing how important it is to be rethinking your own role for whatever reason. Regardless, I want to give you a gentle nudge or maybe even a big push to get serious about what you can do to reinvent yourself as a leader. What change can you create? As I mentioned on the last episode, I've got a really great upcoming episode that features a CEO who essentially had to reinvent himself. And what makes that episode really powerful is that it also features one of the executives on his team who witnessed the transformation. So we've got uh, both perspectives there. But for now, I simply wanted you to think about these key things as you think about yourself for your reinvention, I think one of the most important starting points, and given my own experience, has been to think about your personal satisfaction level in your current role. And to be honest, you know, how satisfied are you right now in your current role? A lot of senior executives have jobs that look really glamorous on the outside, but inside they're dying. And that was how I was uh, eventually in my corporate executive role many years ago. It didn't start out that way. At first, I was really excited. I was learning. Uh, but over time, I just felt like it didn't really align with who I was. If you're on the other side of the scale and you're highly satisfied, that's a really great place to be. But you need to make sure you're not coasting in comfort only to be blindsided down the road, which leads me to my second point to consider. And that's what you anticipate the future to look like as best you can. You know that it won't look like what it is today. It won't. So, you know, reinventing yourself has to do with kind of what you want for yourself and marrying that with what you think the future is calling for. It also depends on your state of readiness, which is probably the topic for uh, another episode. So anyway, I've got some questions to help you think through what, you know, what might be possible for you in some form of reinvention. One is why are you operating in your role the way that you are now? There could be a lot of reasons. Many of them you may not be conscious about. For example, you may have had a role model that you've learned from over the years. So you're going about your role in the way that you saw someone else do that. Or maybe you didn't have a role model of any kind. And so you're kind of making it up as you go, which is not unusual if you're a startup or, you know, small business owner. Maybe you've read a leadership book and you think that's the way I'm supposed to lead, or you went through some kind of leadership training. There's usually some kind of core belief or core beliefs that are driving the way that you show up in your role. So knowing kind of, you know, why you're, you're operating as you are in your role now is really important. Maybe reviewing some of those core beliefs and values. Some examples that you might come up with might be things like, well, this is the way I've always done it. No one's ever questioned me. Or you may think I have to be strong and figure things out. That's what my role is. Or I have to solve the problem. Or you may think I trust my team. That's how I lead. So everyone's different, but to become more aware of how you're showing up now is a great starting point. Another point to consider or question is what are your personal priorities right now and why? You know, in my own life, I've mentioned I've got my daughter's wedding coming up. Uh, I'm dealing with my mom's care. 
so those are, are factors that are, are affecting kind of how I can work and operate in my business at the moment. So to pretend like they're not, uh, any kind of personal or family or other issues that are impacting your work is naive. And so the more you can get real about what you're dealing with, the better you can be about designing your work and your role in a way that can fit you. And like I mentioned before, you need to tie that to the future, what the business priorities are. And that's the other question, you know, what are your current business priorities? Maybe you're still in learning mode, trying to figure out how to grow the business, or maybe you're in expansion mode where you've hit a level of growth, but you're really trying to expand yourself. Maybe you're in give back mode and you're wanting to give more to the community. What does your team need? So those are some of the questions to think about that are outside of yourself. Think about the lifestyle that you want. You know, at one point I was flying around the country. Some of you were flying around uh, the world globally, and now you want more time at home or you realize that that's taking a toll on you. So think about what you want more of or less of in your current role. Think about one word that describes your role now and what word would describe how you want to be. Here's some examples. Maybe you're the fixer and you really want to become more of the catalyst or facilitator. Maybe you enjoy problem solving. That might be a key word that resonates with you now. And in the future, you'd like to become more coach or mentor, helping others figure out how to solve their own problems. Um, you might associate yourself as a, a manager, whereas what if you thought of yourself as an energizer? So those are just some, some words to play around with. Think about how you would want people to describe you. Now, I realize some of you might be thinking, this all sounds great, but this this just isn't the right time for me. Or I just don't have the energy to even focus on this right now, <laughs> even though I know it's important. Or you might be thinking, I don't really know the process or I don't have the support that I need. So I want to acknowledge that that's the reality for some of you. But if it's a matter of having the time and energy, that's something that you can create. That's something that you can reprioritize. If it's a matter of not feeling like you know the process or have the right support, that's where I can come in or direct you to some resources and tools that I think can be really helpful for you. But don't let that stand in your way. Let this be a wake-up call for you if this has not even been on your radar. I think every leader needs to at least be considering some kind of leadership reinvention. If you're not, you really run the risk of uh, not creating the value that's possible or even worse, being an impediment to progress without even knowing it. Reinventing yourself as a leader doesn't have to be a formulaic process, but I do think it helps to integrate some of the questions and ideas that I've posed today. And, you know, for now, simply allow yourself to spend more time thinking about these issues, maybe talking to someone could be a spouse or a partner or friend, uh, and or try journaling, writing down your ideas. That's a technique that helps me when I'm considering or going through any kind of transition in my life. If the word reinvention scares you, don't let it get in your way. Think of it as your next iteration of yourself or your upgrade. It doesn't necessarily need to be some kind of radical change, although it could be. And either way, it's a good thing. And it's something that you'll probably need to do more regularly. So develop your own reinvention mindset and practice reinvention skills to help you prepare for the future to live your best life, to do your best work and make the greatest impact. I'm eager to support you in this process along the way. So reach out if I can be of help and stay tuned to more episodes in the future related to this topic. You know, I always like to sign off encouraging you to do work that matters to you. 
And there's risk that if you hear that line too much, you don't really think about it anymore. So I really do want you to stop and consider the work that truly matters to you and to think about what's really possible for you in the future so you can step into whatever's next for you as a leader with confidence and excitement. People and new opportunities are waiting for you. Thanks for listening and for reinforcement. I hope you have a great rest of the week doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.